Some people will do anything to appear smarter than they really are. In this day and age of audio and video media, it's very easy to cut yourself right out of the picture. You can edit out the things that you don't know, cut together the things that you do know, and make the world believe that you're a genius. Why can't we stop all the cutting and pasting and filtering and tweaking and just let it all hang out? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, we're going to shine a light on the folks that'll do anything to make sure that you have no clue that they have no clue. Even though the clue to their cluelessness lies in the clues that they leave us everywhere. Wait, what? I guested on a podcast recently with a very strange host. He spent a lot of time interrupting our conversation to edit out what he didn't know. What? I've been a guest on a lot of podcasts at this point in my career. This was what you might call a first. Every time I brought up a stat or a story that he wasn't familiar with, he would say quietly into the mic, Editor, please cut here. At one point, I referenced an interview I'd heard featuring the very funny Jon Stewart. This host hadn't heard it, so out the window it went. Later in my interview, I talked about how Uber is facing really challenging times and referenced an article I'd read about it. He cocked his head to one side, put his mouth close to the mic, and uttered, cut here, and then told me he wasn't sure if he should include it, because what if Uber sued him? The third time he told his editor to cut here, I must have made a face that said, what? Because, he explained, it's just that I'm not familiar with what you mentioned, so I'd like to do a little research on it before we air it, you know? So first, we've got to address the stop-and-start nature of an interview like this. Hey, you, hosts of interviews, note to selves, don't do this. Part of the reason an interview becomes a brilliant, beautiful one is because of the flow. Our ears are finely tuned BS detectors. If we can hear that there's no natural conversation to an interview, we're gonna know. Where there's no natural conversation, there's less interest to the listener to stay tuned. It's not inviting. It's not interesting. It's not good. The second thing we've got to talk about is how you present yourself to the world. Not just in podcast interviews. Not just the networking event where you put your best foot forward with your very cute necklace and post-pandemic outfit that you're thrilled to be wearing. I mean, all the time. If you're a small business owner, you carry your business with you everywhere that you go. It's a part of you. And when you present yourself to the world, people absorb that into their understanding of what you do. You can't stop and start yourself, edit out the bad bits, although a little blush never hurt anybody. So by choosing to present who you really are, we can connect with you more easily and readily. So in the middle of a conversation about vulnerability, we were talking about vulnerability rather than letting it flow and saying, I didn't know that or so interesting. 
This guy chose to stop and start, stop and start, so that he appeared not at all vulnerable and instead all-knowing. Boring. If I could remember which podcast it was, I'd play it for you right now on this episode. But it was so uninteresting to me that I wrote it off the moment we hung up. I've always wondered whether folks who aren't big-time interviewers, like, you know, the Oprahs and the Stephen Colbert's of the world, whether they think that by looking smarter, we would believe that they're big-time or that they know better. Because if you watch the greats, that's not what translates. Oprah was forever curious always wanting to know more and always admitting that she didn't know things. Watching any interview she's conducted, it's truly focused on the interviewee and finding out as much about them as we could. She was so marvelous at taking you with her, you kind of sort of felt like you were a viewer interviewer with her. Stephen, even in his Colbert Rapport days when he performed as a character, would interview incredibly impressive people, and when he didn't know something, he would make a quip or a comment that made fun of the fact that he didn't know the thing they were talking about. Sure, the host that interviewed me had a mile-high pile of insecurities, but that's just it. If he let those insecurities out into the world, even on the air, he would know that it actually feels really good to do that. It's very freeing. There's a liberation to just being yourself that folks don't talk about enough. If you're going to put content out into the world, especially after you hear this episode, please make it real. Be vulnerable. Be transparent. Talk more often about what you don't know. Admit that you've never heard of whatever you haven't heard of before. Why? Because the audience always knows. You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast. You can record a message there so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.